Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I am here today with our CTO, Jeff Freed. Jeff, how are you? I'm fresh off of a plane from Microsoft Ignite, so I am buzzing. Well, that's I'm so excited about that. It's Travel Log with Jeff Day today. You're going to share your observations and your key learnings from uh, Atlanta and and Ignite today on the show. Now, I I watched uh, uh, some of the keynotes, uh, a fraction I should say, of the keynotes that they Microsoft has rebroadcast, uh, mostly in Satya Nadella's kickoff. It seems like Microsoft really brought their A game on integration, on democratizing AI so much more. It, it's like they're having so much fun doing their part to move the industry and and i asked cortana and she told me you learned a lot and had a really good time <laughs> you have a daughter named cortana she, she's a, she's my own little neural net <laughs> there you go what was it what was your yes. experience of the show uh it, it's a blitzkrieg i mean this is the second time there's been a microsoft ignite conference uh because it was prior to that five different conferences so it's huge. There were 23,000 attendees, content across all of Office, including SharePoint, and all of Dynamics, Azure, and Data Platform, with two other associated conferences, because there was a, like a technical executive conference and a new machine learning and data science summit. I'm used to drinking from a fire hose, but I, I think I was in the middle of 12 different fire hydrants uh, <laughs> at Ignite. If you went, you saw a tiny fraction of it. In fact, personally, I was in meetings and not in many sessions, and those two were amazing. There's over 800 hours worth of recordings. The other cool thing is free of charge. You can look at any of the sessions. It is remarkable and a lot of great content. It also is overwhelming. It's it's amazing. It is amazing your your uh, comparison to the multiple hydrant model of drinking and information is apt. I you know it, it's it's fascinating just how much they seem to be doubling down on this intelligence uh, and and the move to the cloud and and building in AI to uh, to the underlying data of their cloud move. What were the, some of the other big themes that that uh, apply to your work at BA Insight? Well, you know, at the macro level level there were four themes. You already talked about intelligence, especially machine learning. If you are listening and you have seen none of this and you want to get a flavor of excitement, watch the Monday afternoon keynote from Satya Nadella, Microsoft CEO, because that's what it's about. It's about new bots and Cortana and machine learning applied in a very broad sense. That's one big theme. There's another theme about cloud, which is not a new one at all, but Azure has gone a long way, both functionally and geographically. It's now, I forget, they did announcements, I think 34 different countries and places like Germany and China that traditionally wouldn't use a public cloud have their own German-owned entity and Chinese-owned entity. So a lot of the barriers to using the cloud are, are dropping and continuing to drop quickly. And uh, the third big theme was security. In fact, the, I would guess that about half of the announcements of which you know, they're 
announcements in all kinds of product things. There must have been a couple of hundred new things shown. About half of them really related to security. How so? In the Azure arena, there's customer control, encryption keys, network and device control. In the SharePoint arena, there's team site classification and digital asset management and IRM, information rights management, with even within uh, identity. Uh, there's a Azure AD has come a long way and is taking over a lot of the functions that ADFS used to have. Windows 2016 and System Center 2016 shipped, and they have a ton of a, a ton of security features. And at a high level, you're starting to hear people say, "Hey, rather than saying I don't want to go to the cloud because I'm worried about security," they're starting to say, "Hey, you know, Microsoft can." do a better job on security than I can. What's your sense on their on their move to simplify security in this light? Because, you know, you get a sense that uh, a simplified security is simplified adoption, right? If, as, as, as soon as we feel like it's in mortal hands, we can actually uh, increase our cognitive acceptance of moving to the cloud. Yeah, I think that that's the goal. This is not just Microsoft by a long shot, but Microsoft is trying to be sort of the most trusted platform. And that goes from Windows 10. You know, Windows had a reputation as being the most hacked operating system. And I still have many friends with Macs that say it's more secure because people don't attack it. That has changed. A lot of security around Office 365. You know, there's a new advanced threat protection, security management, data loss prevention, and a lot of things that apply intelligence to security. So the, these three themes together, right? Intelligence, cloud, and security. Um, and the, the fourth big theme was collaboration, which obviously has a lot to do with, uh, with, with SharePoint. That's a big, broad brush that four big themes around intelligence, cloud security and collaboration, as well as some business announcements. The Probably the headliner there was a strategic partnership with Adobe and Microsoft so that Adobe's what they call creative cloud and uh, marketing cloud, which are total winners in their category, are now integrated with Office 365 um, and sort of similar in flavor to the Salesforce Microsoft uh, partnership that was unveiled at the last Ignite. When, when you talk about uh, business software and business announcements, that's really you know why we come together and talk uh, uh, on this very show. How do these four themes, intelligence, cloud security, and collaboration, what do we have to look forward to in, in SharePoint uh, and Office 365 that, that our users would be particularly interested in? What's your sense? Oh, it's, it's hard to tell where to start. It's It's everywhere. I could talk a long time about macro themes, but if I go in a little bit towards SharePoint and Office 365, many of these things are sort of inevitable in that the pace is picking up, especially in the cloud. There were a, a whole set of sessions around the future of SharePoint, you know, the basic unveiling that Microsoft did back in May, on May 4th. Now you see all of those things are shipping already 
and a next set of things in that vision rolling out. The other development is in hybrid, and we've talked about hybrid on several of these podcasts. I certainly see lots of our customers adopting hybrid so that they can you know, control the pace, keep things, you know, ain't broken, leave it where it is, or have different levels of security and control. There were a lot of things around hybrid, and in SharePoint in particular, there was a release of SharePoint 2016 feature pack one. Basically, the rhythm is changing from there's a release every three years to something that's much faster and works in a monthly rhythm, as I think everyone is now used to. There's, you know, cumulative updates or in, with 2016, they're called PU product updates because they have features in them and feature packs so that the software, which is born in the cloud, comes on prem much more quickly. And half of those features were hybrid, hybrid taxonomy, a new hybrid scenario picker, uh, so that people that either aren't yet in Office 365 or in a, are in a hybrid configuration really can take advantage of it. Making those implementation decisions much easier. It gives you flexibility and control. I would never claim that hybrid is simpler. There's just more moving parts. Mm -hmm. But the investment both in infrastructure and software and culture towards traditional on-prem IT is something that I'd say two years ago, Microsoft was alienating most of their customers by pushing to the cloud, 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 cloud. And they were like, what about me? And, and that posture has completely changed. What's your sense as we pivot a little bit to search? I mean, so much of, of what I've, I've watched the media that you know comes out of Ignite has been to uh, essentially uh, make search ubiquitous and invisible all at the same time. You, you're, you don't even know you're searching. You're just asking a question from a user perspective. What's the, what's the big news on the back end for that? Again, a, lo a lot to talk about. We will do another podcast uh, very shortly with two of my friends that are uh, fellow search experts that also both gave multiple sessions at Ignite. So you, you'll hear some of those details in that, in that podcast. There's a general theme, which is just as you said, right? intelligence includes more intelligent search, uh, which is very satisfying to me because this vision that search would become both ubiquitous and transparent is something I recall developing and coalescing around as a company way back at Fast Search 12 years ago. It is the reality now. So the office graph, which is within Office 365, is the intelligence behind a lot of the new intranet capabilities. So the one of the unveilings at Ignite was what's called modern team sites. So basically, step-by-step, step, Microsoft is redoing the elements in SharePoint that are foundational, making them modern, reactive, so they work well in mobile, 
based upon uh, a new UI framework and re-architecting them. And that happened first with document libraries, then lists, then a, a, a thing called site contents, then a site directory called SharePoint Home, uh, then user profiles, which is a user homepage, which is heavily powered by the Office graph, um, and now team sites. There's, we're also a set of quote-unquote new people experiences that show up throughout SharePoint and also in OneDrive. That is all on the theme of search being transparent. You don't know that you are actively looking for anything. The system is doing it on your behalf and you go to a page and it has what it thinks you might care about which when it's right is like magic and when it's wrong is really infuriating. <laughs> okay, so uh, as uh, we are going to be digging into more of that and I can't wait for you to to ask that question to our upcoming search experts from Ignite uh, next next uh, episode. But when you think about you know I'm I'm watching these keynotes and I'm I'm thinking about you and your response personally as an engineer and a data scientist, what excites you the most to bring back to work? It it may seem trite because it is such a hyped topic right now. But the use of machine learning to make findability better is a huge turn on to me. I mean, I worked first personally with machine learning way back at a speech rec company called uh, Unveil, or uh, ran product development and engineering. And we were doing, it was very rocket scientist stuff. I had eight PhDs on staff, and every development started with heuristic experiments. I had a chance to use the Azure machine learning capability uh, starting about six months ago, which uh, at the time was pre-preview. Now it's released. All the algorithms are largely the same, but the tooling and the ability to take things and very quickly build up new models is remarkable. So it's the democratization of machine learning. Uh, it doesn't take away from your need to know your data, but if you know your data, you don't need to know support vector machines and, you know, and, and complicated algorithms. That is something that I'm working to bring into BA Insight products. So for example, we have a smart analytics capability that now collects behavioral data, which is used for search managers, content managers, site managers to see how people are, what people are doing and how effective they are and what's in their way and, you know, essentially make the system better or create content if people are looking for stuff that doesn't exist, et cetera. That's collecting incredibly valuable data, which can be put into a training model that in turn makes the system better. So I'm very excited about that and about the Cortana intelligence APIs so that sort of natural language questions and queries, which for years have been um, Star Trek and then became Siri jokes, <laughs> they're, they're starting to be not just possible, but effective, especially uh, in in mobile uh, scenarios, the march of change. Yeah, we've we've made it through the the valley of Siri jokes. 
into the March of Change, and it's only November. Yes, absolutely. This is it, it's fantastic that they are both. You know, we now have people like we we talked about the SharePoint framework announced. There's the people are hacking away at it, and we're developing uh, wonderful new tools. And uh, and uh, Ignite essentially builds our editorial calendar for the next year. <laughs> well, um, hopefully not. I think this the this as a conference was clearly a launch conference. I mean, the, the, the first Ignite last time folded in a thing called TechEd, which is really educational about stuff that's shipping and you need to know how to use it. The only place you saw that at this Ignite, and, and I don't mean that they weren't telling, telling you how to use things. I mean, like, there's many, many people still using SharePoint 2010. Zero content about 2010. Many people who have just moved to 2013, now, unusually for Microsoft, and great news for Microsoft customers, the, a lot of the features in 2016 are now, especially the hybrid features, are being backported into 2013. So that's really good. But the hands-on labs that were available and will be available on, online, by the way, um, are the only place you actually get to play with the bits that you currently have installed. Almost everything else was the latest and greatest, so much more of a launch conference. Well, you and, and you actually sent a data point to that effect that out of 835 speakers at the conference, 673 were Microsoft folks? Yes, which is a sign of, 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 a, of a launch conference, uh, as opposed to... Many of these you have community speakers, MVPs. Uh, this is actually the first Ignite I haven't talked at because uh, this was when the people in the product group from Microsoft that are actually building stuff get to get out of the cellar they've been chained in <laughs> and, and meet customers. And it's a great opportunity to meet and collar people from the product group for me in particular. Mm -hmm. that's I, I spent a lot of time with that because we work so intimately with uh, with these products. Very cool event. You won't, as a listener that is about to go up to uh, the tech community site, this is a new site, by the way, which unifies across Microsoft content, and that's where you'll find, for example, you can download all the slides. You'll still find it on Channel 9, but the Microsoft tech community is sort of the new place to go. And They've done a pretty good job with it. Well, it is just lovely. Again, we were talking before we started recording. This really showcases uh, uh, the evolution, not just of the tools, but of Microsoft as a company. They are having a great time. Their stuff looks great. It's user approachable, and it is moving the state of, of the industry. Fantastic stuff. Look forward to talking more about this in the coming weeks. Thank you very much. And if, if you're listening, I'd say both check out things on the BA Insight website. We have a uh, number of blog articles as well as resource links. But go to the Microsoft Technical Community site and just watch some of these for yourself. I, uh, I personally 
watch them at about 1.6x real-time speed. <laughs> well, that's the only way to be able to get them all down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we will put links to uh, all of these resources in the show notes, everything we think you need to check out from Ignite and beyond. Uh, thank you so much, CTO Jeff Freed, for your time today. And thank you all for downloading and listening to the show. We sure appreciate your time and attention right here on Shared Insights. On behalf of Jeff Fried, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next time on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight.